0: Hello and welcome back for some more freshly brewed drag tea. Today, I have a very special guest who appeared on the Season 12 Superfans Makeover Challenge where she was paired with Crystal Method. On the show, we fell in love with her gentle and kind spirit and she overcame her anxiety and served us some stunning troll doll realness on the runway. We'll be discussing everything Drag Race, her time on the show, spilling some backstage tea and I'll of course be asking all of the amazing questions you all sent in So, please join me in welcoming Grace Bull, a.k.a. Opal Method. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing wonderfully. Great. How are you? I'm very well, thank you for asking. (laughs) Thank you so much for agreeing to obviously be on my channel and be interviewed. I know people were very excited to hear from you. I obviously loved you on the episode and I love Crystal as well, so it's just so great to be able to speak to you.
1: Oh, thank you. It's still a weird feeling. Why? <laughs> I don't want to talk to me. It's just weird.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I can imagine it. it. Must it must feel weird being almost like a quasi celebrity within the drag race world? At least,
1: Uh it, it was. Um, I went with Bethany uh, Jazz Essence Hall to con a couple weeks ago, and it was it was um, just so delightful. But there was definitely like I think people are staring at staring at us um but uh and then crystal ended up giving me the dress from the show at drag so i was wearing it and then this wonderful person made me a bag with um us uh as uh opal and crystal method and so people i think that helped quite a bit to let people know who i was especially if i was standing you know near crystal that was hopeful but uh we were in line waiting for michelle visage and we were talking about like okay we're gonna go here and then here and the guy in front of us was kind of giggling at our plan and i was like oh i'm just a planner that's what i do and he goes oh i know who you are um but he ended up being um anthony who was um designer so that was like kismet and then we he took us over to meet in which we were like freaking out and she was freaking out and it's weird to have people that we freak out about freak out about meeting beating us so that was the it's still weird it's still it's just, i do i don't think i'll ever get used to it so
0: yeah, yeah. it must it must be weird and i guess it's sort of a full circle moment that you were a fan of the show you were on the show and then you've kind of almost become part of the show that you originally loved in the first place it's kind of a i can imagine it's a weird sort of full circle thing it's
1: the so cool um i joke i'm like i've peaked it's all downhill from here um, as a joke, of course, but it was, yeah, let's hope the,
0: not. <laughs> it's the
1: coolest thing I've ever done so Yeah, I just I'm
0: wanted sure. to meet RuPaul,
1: that's all I wanted.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is amazing. I mean, not many people can say that, not many people can say they've actually been part of the show, especially as a guest as well. Um, so talking about sort of that element of it, how did you get involved with the show, and also how long had you watched the show for, and how long had you been a fan for before being on it?
1: Uh, so getting involved was I follow, you know, world of wonder and, and all of the shows on Instagram. And there was a, uh, casting or like, Hey, drag race, super fans want to do something cool. Um, and you had to submit two pictures and a one minute video about, um, why you should be picked. And I have a spectacular friend, um, natalie who does uh makeup and she actually turned me into uh violet tchotchke's demon look hold on i'll find it um well she i i i help her out every halloween and she turns me into things to promote her channel or her um not channel instagram me thing i'm so bad at all of this that i don't know what any of it's called um but she uh we were supposed to do poison ivy, and then I asked, you know, hey, there's this thing I want to try out for. Can you turn me into a drag queen? And I sent her Violet Tchotchke's demon look, detox's black and white look, and I forget what the third one was, and she was like, No, I have to do I have to do the Violet Tchotchke look. Well then my phone's it up so she turned me.
0: When she came to the season eight premiere, uh, final, the finale, Mm -hmm. yeah, crowning, Um,
1: she made she made this out of hot glue, which I still can't. can't
0: That is is an amazing. That's such a good. Like I almost couldn't. I thought that was two pictures of Violet at first. I was like, wait, why are you showing me that? And then I realized that's you on the other side.
1: Yeah, and so I did my whole minute video in the in the makeup, um, and then had a picture from DragCon and. Um, they emailed me like that afternoon being like, do you want to do a Skype inter- or we want to do Skype, which I still can't believe Skype dropped the ball on all of this. Like it's all zoom now and Skype is just like, oh, well, um, but, uh, we, we did the uh, interview and I hadn't heard from them in a while and it was like, okay, like this, probably for something really cool and when you see it on the show it's okay that you didn't get it it's okay and then literally that night they were like congratulations and it was like (laughs) um and then i your second question um i started watching season one i was flipping through the channels and was like what is this and i had a special meeting um, my dear friend, Victor, who um, is gay, just a cute little petite little pocket gay. Um, He, it was his 23rd birthday and he wanted to go to this place. um, I'm originally from Denver called Boys Town for his 23rd birthday and no one else wanted to go with him. And I was like, I'll go, like, let's go. So I took him and the bouncer was a drag queen and was, stunning, like more beautiful than I think I have ever been in my entire life. And he, um, I paid $20 for him to get to pick the dancer of his choice and go up on stage. And then I sat at the bar just talking to the to the bouncer, drag queen, and was like, this is magic. You're magic. This is the best thing ever. And then when I found the show, just randomly I was like, oh, that's RuPaul. I know who RuPaul is. And then I started watching it and I was like, yeah. Yeah. This is this is everything, and then also it helped that Nina Flowers was from Denver, so it gave me an immediate kind of like, oh, like I know her; she's from Tracks. I I've seen her; like I know who that is, and so then it was instant. Like I have to watch every single. The only episode I didn't watch, or the only season I didn't watch, um, like I've already, I've obviously seen it. Uh, and reruns, but the only one I didn't watch when it was on was season four. I don't know what was happening in my life that season four just kind of came and went and I missed it. But other than that, I've seen every season. And I was, re- and I think part of what got on the interview was um, I rewatched it because that same friend had called me to produce a drag show at his wedding um and or run a drag show i say produce because it sounds better um and so just like a week after is when i saw the thing for the um casting call and i almost didn't do it i was talking to my best friend brian he was like who is obsessed with the show as well and i was like i don't know i never did anything like that he's like great just do it come on and i will well i'll be indebted to him for many other reasons but that's uh, that's a big one
0: that's a lovely story, and it's a, that's so nice that you've been a fan from literally the start, from season one, um, and I'm obviously, we're all very glad that you did apply and get on, because you were so lovely on the show, and you were so sweet, and sort of, oh, thank you. you were sort of, definitely, you and Crystal definitely, were, I think, were a really good pairing, because you both just had that very warm, slightly nervous, anxious, a little bit alternative <laughs> and like, nerdy, that's kind of, do you know what I mean, but not really nerdy, but kind of that sort of vibe. Oh, very and you... dirty. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I'm and... very proudly dirty. Well, no, well, there's no problem with it, is there? Um, <laughs> and so, obviously on the show, the way they portrayed it and what we saw was that you were all backstage and they, and you, they said you had no idea that you were told you were going to be in the audience and then you walk into the workroom and realise you're going to be actually on the show. Is that what really happened or did you realise what was going to happen?
1: Okay, so myself personally and Brian both, because uh, <laughs> we talk every day, um, we had an idea because we were scheduled for two days. We had to be free for two days, and there's no audience thing that's going to be two days. And so I had a sneaking suspicion it might be the. Or I was hoping it might be the makeover episode and when we showed up in the parking lot I was like there's only six of us well technically there were seven they feel terrible they had an alternate just in case one of us was like no thank you and she had she had driven all the way from Las Vegas so I felt terrible that she had to drive all the way back which we saw her at DragCon she's just delightful um but uh but then they took us into the kind of waiting room and they said they were all waiting for this audience thing and I was like I don't think so because you told us to dress up and all of these people look like they're in like sweatpants and that guy doesn't look happy to be here. And I know that anyone who like signed up for this would be like thrilled to be here. So I was kind of feeling like maybe I was wrong, but like, but then they just called the six of us and I was like, okay, still just six of us. They're like, we're going to go show you the workroom. And when we entered the first time, and saw Rue and the Queens, we were silent because we were just like, oh. And I also didn't want to scream because I was afraid they'd kick me off. Um, And so we, like, the director, who is this just fantastic woman, comes up and she's like, that was terrible. Go outside. We need to do it again. And so we walked outside of the workroom and we all started screaming because we were like, holy Oh, sorry. Um, Oh, my goodness, like, this is... The coolest thing ever and the director came out and she's like all of this do out there and we're like oh okay so the the footage that you see is actually our third time like you'll see me I come like hopping because I was the last last in line I come like hopping into the the workroom Bethany did a great job of like pretending that we had we didn't know what was going on but um and then I you know immediately was like I knew. I knew it. 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 Which, if you're a true Jackson, you should have some sort you should have, you know, some idea of what's going on. Um, but it was, uh, what, the, the thing I didn't have any idea about was the lip sync for your life. That was, that was news. And I was the only one who was excited. Because, like, I lip sync in my mirror all the time. So I was like, oh my God, this is like, now I have to do it in front of RuPaul. This is great.
0: Um, that's really interesting to hear that um, yeah I I I don't think no one else sort of meant they'd mentioned that um, you came in you sort of some people realised some people didn't like because obviously if you're a fan of the show but I didn't realise that it was your the reaction that we saw was actually your third reaction so you all did a very good job because it seemed very genuine Um, I mean we were still
1: we were still um, it was still you know a, a genuine reaction because you know we were so excited we just had to like do it that in a way that they
0: could get off yeah it's yeah you could say it was genuine and but it was funny that i guess it's expected in tv you do things multiple times but it's funny to hear that basically you were all so scared and nervous that you actually didn't say anything the first time and they were like well you've got to be a bit more excited
1: <laughs> we need you to not look like you're scared please please pretend you're excited like we just and all of us were like we didn't want to say anything because we were worried to like get kicked off like we didn't want to freak out because we didn't want to get kicked off so At that's least that fair was mainly
0: fine yeah that's fair enough um and so then obviously when you did walk in obviously you, and then you well the third time you saw RuPaul and you were standing there and you saw the queens you realized it was the makeover challenge when you then got paired with Crystal, what were your first impressions of her?
1: Um, well, I I didn't know any of the queens right off right off the bat. Um, Shay knew Gigi, so she had a whole plan of if she got paired with anybody but Gigi, she was gonna skip she could switch. So was, Jada was like spot on with with every pairing. Um, but we talked and um there were moments where I was like, oh, my gosh, she's as anxious as I am. And so I've been, um, you know, dealing with anxiety for my whole life. So I was like trying to make her because she kind of looked nervous when everyone else was talking about their makeovers. And I was like, whatever you have planned is going to be great. And she's like, are you eating my mind? And we were like doodly like we, we clicked right away. Um, so I was very, very lucky to, to be with her.
0: Yeah, you definitely seemed very sweet and a very great match and everything. And I think you both had that same kind of energy and that was really cool to see. Um, and so obviously then you got, have a bit of interaction you start talking to Crystal a bit more. And did you have any idea of what Crystal's plan was in terms of what the actual makeup and the outfits were going to look like?
1: Um, she definitely... So I had made... a. You know, you know how you talk to the TV while you're while you're watching the episodes. And I was just like, if I ever made it on, a, on an episode, I'd let them do whatever they wanted. Like, it's not your, it's their thing. It's not your thing. It's their thing. They have to like. Um, and so she mentioned Bert and Ernie, but I um, I had no idea, <laughs> no idea. Um, and to be honest, I was a little nervous they were gonna hate it. Um, because it was so out of the box, and um, we looked like siblings, but the whole uh, marriage thing, um, which was fine, I was just like, I hope they get the sibling. I hope they think we look alike. Like, I just wanted to do really well. Like, I hope they like it. And so, like, I you can kind of tell when you, when I've rewatched it, like when Ross um, says, you know, what the F is this? I was, I actually was like, no, please don't, please don't hate it. Like, I love it. Please don't hate it. And then when he says, I love it, I was like, oh, okay, we're good. Excellent. Oh, I mean, we win. And then, so I was, I was just a little nervous, but I, I mean, when I first saw myself, I was a little taken aback, but then I was like, no, you love the artsy queens. You got paired with an artsy queen this is the coolest thing ever. Don't mess this up for her. And then, um, when we got on stage, I was like, I hope they love it as much as I do. Like, please don't, please don't hate it. Cause I hadn't seen any of the, of the season. So I didn't know that she had kind of gone through this journey and they had accepted her, her kind of kooky out of the box. Um, lovely, spectacular, outstanding drag. So once, once he said he loved it, I was like, Okay. <laughs> Because yeah, I, yeah. I really wanted her to do so well, and I didn't want to mess that
0: up, so. Yeah, that's fair enough. I can totally understand. And I think you could tell that you were sort of slightly nervous, but you just really wanted to do well, and you were just having so much fun at the same time that like, you were on the main stage, and you looked so giddy, and you were so excited. It was so funny and sweet.
1: Oh, that was just that. I, I'll remember that forever. Because it kind of is like blurring. My memories are kind of blurring with the show. It's, it's so cool. It kind of doesn't feel real sometimes, but the being on the main stage is the one kind of like solid memory. Like, no, I was there. That's me. That's cool. <laughs> I still like me. Pinch- pinch. Bethany and I, I, I'm closest to Bethany because we got out of the car at the same time. So we were kind of immediately kind of like, you're my friend. Um, but we, even at Dragon, when anyone would recognize us, we would like be like, this is so pinch, pinch, pinch. This is so cool.
0: Yeah, that is, it's definitely an amazing feeling. I can. It's interesting, I guess, to hear that you, almost like your memories are blurring into the show because that's kind of how I think it would be as well because if you're a big fan of the show and then you get to be on it, it's kind of, yeah, life imitating You're so art used to imitation.
1: watching it that
0: it's... It it's kind of mixes in. I can see that. Um, And so what did it feel like then meeting RuPaul? Because on the show, there was that moment where you're doing, he's doing the walkthrough in the workroom and he comes over and you sort of say, oh my God, I'm so like basically flustered to meet you and everything. And uh, how did that feel to actually have RuPaul standing there talking to you and saying your name?
1: It felt like that. He uh, is very professional. Um, The thing that shocked me the most is when they do the walkthroughs, everybody has to listen. You have to be quiet. Um, So we were actually the last... Group and so I had kind of got like, okay, he's kind of, like, I had kind of like seeing how nice he was to everybody else. So I was like, okay, he's coming over here. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. Um, and he, he was, um, and obviously it's edited, but he, every question he asked, um, that you see him ask all the different girls, he asked all those questions to every single one of us. Um, so we got to talk to him significantly longer, and part of me wishes I had that footage because I remember some of the questions he asked me um, that he didn't ask other people and I'm like oh brain remember why won't you remember um, but I was like one of the only ones who had been put in drag before well drag drag is a relative term but my friend uh, Natalie the makeup artist that put me in a lot of different looks and I consider being turned into Violet Trotsky Uh, being put into drag so uh we had talked about that and um was kind of hoping that would make it on because i was like trying to plug her a little bit um because i'm pretty sure she helped her and brian I, i like will be indebted until i die for helping me get on get on the show so um
0: yeah it's an amazing opportunity and i i think i'm sure uh, well i know i am but i'm sure people watching you're also fans are so jealous and really envious and wish we you know could do it that's it's like the most amazing thing if you're a fan of the show to be on
1: i'm i'm still kind of oh also the other coolest thing that happened was pepper uh not wintergreen from um a season uh they're all playing together now with peppermint her makeover he was my cameraman and at one point i was like waving at him and he kind of thought it was funny that I like knew, like knew who he was and like he I was like can I have a hug and he like came over and gave me a hug and then he was um, my cameraman for the whole thing so I'm still kind of hoping based on fan reactions that like they do like a former like top makeover like oh these people have already been made over before now, you, now it's your turn and I'm hoping that they would invite like me and miss cookie and winter green all back that would be like my ultimate dream but i don't know if that will they seem to have kind of stopped to (laughs) go for challenge so i'm kind of kind of uh worried that they won't happen but i'm just gonna put it on the universe and hope
0: all you could do is hope and you know and see if it happens (laughs) it would be a cool that would be so cool because it'd be almost like kind of yeah, almost like an all-stars but for guest stars kind of thing, because there were so many people that were, like you said, wintergreen, Miss Cookie and stuff. And for, for example, you, I don't know if you know this, but um, in the UK at least, on Netflix, the thumbnail for your episode is you. <coughs>
1: what?
0: So the thumbnail, the thumbnail, because I don't think it's on Netflix in the US, but in the UK it is. We have all the, we have pretty much all the seasons. Um, The thumbnail is you in your getting your makeup done with the yellow face and you can see Crystal's hand doing your makeup sort of coming from the side. That's you. Oh
1: my God, that's
0: so cool. Because I was recently, I watched the episode earlier the other day, um... And I was like, "Oh yeah, she's you you were always the thumbnail, and you still are." So I think you were the most dramatic makeover, and that's yeah. why I remembered. And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> uh, the other the other thing that I like, I still can't believe is there is a another YouTube channel I really like called Miss Mojo, and they do a lot of like top ten RuPaul vi- videos, and I've been watching that channel forever and um and watch mojo before that and they came out with the top 10 makeovers and of course i get a text from brian and he's like grace you're your number nine and i'm like oh my god i want to miss this is, again it's all just like the coolest coolest thing ever it,
0: it, so. I can imagine it's so, it is really bizarre when you start meeting people from the show, always talking to them, you know, I know I've had that when I've done interviews with people on my channel, and you kind of, it's weird, so you see them on TV and then you sort of start to get a little bit involved, it's weird, but it's fun. Oh, it's not fun,
1: it's the, it's again, coolest thing I've ever done, all downhill from here.
0: <laughs> well, let's hope not, but it no. certainly was very cool. Um one of the things you mentioned on the show, sort of one of your big storylines, I guess, was obviously you talked about your anxiety and Crystal kind of was the same. And you did your cool Wonder Woman pose, which you say you use to sort of, you know, relax yourself. Is that something that you still do? And is and where did you sort of learn that?
1: Um, so the, the big kind of misinterpretation is that I'm a teacher. I'm actually not a teacher, Um, I am a physical, uh, physiotherapist, physical therapist who works in schools. So I work from kids with kids from three to 22. So I'm, it's way too long to explain. So I'm perfectly happy with people thinking I was a teacher. I actually used to be a teacher. I was a high school teacher, um, and then went back to school to become a physiotherapist. Um, but the main group, main age group that I work with is like preschool and kindergarten. Um again, way too long to explain on the show. But, um, when I was in PT school, um, we learned about that pose, um, and how there's actually like scientific research that it's meant to, you know, calm you down. And it just that position physiologically makes you take deeper breaths, which naturally calms you down. Um, and I'm a giant, like I'm a, I'm a drag nerd, but I'm also a huge superhero nerd. Um, I, my, I grew up having my dad read me the Spider-Man comics out of the, you know, Sunday paper. And, um, of course I've seen every, you know, it's getting tiresome seeing everything in the MCU catalog, but I have. And, um, so tying it in with like a superhero wonder woman, cause obviously I want to be a superhero, hence my purple hair. Um, and so I still use it because um, whenever you work with kids, the kids are lovely, but the parents can be uh, interesting is the most polite way I can I can put it. And so um, I do work in an area of Los Angeles where a lot of people work in the industry. And so that can come with lawyers <laughs> and intense meetings. So anytime I'm nervous, I break out the Wonder Woman superhero pose. Probably can't call it Wonder Woman pose because it's probably trademarked, but um but yeah I learned it I learned it in PT school and would do it before all of my my tests and things um and still
0: do it to this day because it, it helps.
1: And I really did it right before I went on the
0: main stage. It's it's really <laughs> cool. cool. I remember I think I had heard of it before, but I'd never done it. But I remember watching the episode being like, I'm gonna try that, I'm gonna stand up and do the, the one or the superhero pose, shall we say, you know, not trademarked. Um
1: Yeah. How long do you see coming after you? <laughs>
0: No, I don't want to get demonetized. So um, yeah, let's call it a superhero pose. Um, But that was so cool. And I think it was such, and I'm sure everyone at home also felt that way as well. And it was so lovely to see you and Crystal have that bond and see you kind of actually overcome your nervousness and just have fun on the show and let loose and get painted yellow and be Burton Ernie on the stage. You know, it it was so Uh, funny. fun, Fun story. What you saw was actually
1: the second time we did it. Because I did it off camera because she was nervous. And so I was like, oh, this is what I do. And one of the producers who was floating around was like, that, we need to do that. We need to do that again. Please do that again. So that was another one where that was the second time we had had that, con- had that conversation, which makes me look at reality TV a whole <laughs> new way.
0: Yeah, that was actually kind of going to be one of my questions was, did being on the show change your perception of the show in any way
1: um a little bit there were definitely questions that either we asked or that the queens asked that the producers were definitely the ones who had initiated that question and so there are times on the show where it's like and i'm sure you've picked up on it where it's like that seems like a kind of out of left like that wasn't part of the national conversation where did that question come from and usually those are ones that the producers have like oh we need to we need to talk about this, um, and the and the one that I kept messing up was um, okay. when I'm in the makeup chair asking Crystal about her get dusted shows in, in Missouri. Um, they kept I kept messing up because they wanted me to use the word fans. Like, what are your fans like in and your hometown? And I kept being like, so tell me about your drag shows or tell me about your hometown. Queen, like, I just kept, and the producer was kind of like, that was great, but can you please use the word? Um, And then I finally got it, and they didn't didn't even use it. So um, I think they got... um, I think the question ended up being, what got you started in drag or or something like that, so...
0: Yeah, I guess being on any kind of TV show, when you see behind the scenes a little bit, you realise that it's not necessarily scripted, but it's definitely kind of massaged slightly or kind of... Yes. they give you a They give you a direction because, obviously, they want to talk about something and they... Unfortunately, real life doesn't just happen perfectly. Obviously, you do need some kind of production to yeah. make it snappy. Otherwise, it would be boring because that's kind of... Otherwise, yeah. you may as well just sort of not watch it, you know? So I think that's <laughs> fair. I think that's kind of expected, but it's interesting, I guess, as long as it didn't make a negative impact on your impression of the show. Oh, no.
1: Uh, well, it definitely... You know that obviously the villain edit is is a real thing, so it definitely had me kind of watching with a kinder eye um, for for previous seasons I had previously watched and going going forward. Um, and specifically like for I know um Betty kind of got the the more of the villain edit, but I was already completely biased towards Dia Betty for season fourteen. So I was like, I don't think she's seeing that me. Um so uh yeah, I obviously am very biased towards any of the any of the get dusted girls. So
0: Yeah, I dunno I mean I really I liked Crystal and I also love Dia as well. Like I think she d- yeah, definitely. You d- I think the villain edit is definitely a thing. And without that, you definitely... The season would be a bit boring if there isn't, like... Not just a villain, but just someone who's going to kind of be a little bit... Kind of cause a bit of friction. Or not even friction, but just some yeah. kind of discussion. If everyone just gets on all the time, it's not really that interesting. I, it's No. You need something. Why would you have
1: intact? Intact would be pointless.
0: Exactly. One of the questions I was wanted to ask, because we obviously talked about the makeover and obviously at first you were a bit surprised by how dramatic it was and that it was I guess a bit kind of more on the campy side rather than the glamorous side although it still was glamorous but kind of not traditionally glamorous what what was it like actually having that much makeup on you and at what point did you kind of I assume as soon as the yellow paint came out you kind of knew but at what point did you sort of start to think oh this is going to be really out of left field
1: um well, i am actually was a, a dancer growing up. So stage makeup is very, very similar to that. I'm sorry. Glenn, go away. Thank you. Um, and so I was trying to like pretend I knew what he was doing while painting my face. My favorite thing was that I finally saw the glue sticks come out and I was like, oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> Excuse me um and it really wasn't until i saw it that i because like again i hadn't seen anything crystals done so i had no concept of what her lips look like or her eyes look like um the coolest thing was um how actually low and high the fake eyelashes were like they weren't on my actual like eyelids because like it just wouldn't have worked and so that was great and when i turned on, i was like oh that's a lot of yellow okay and like we put on the wig and we were actually one of the first ones done. It was great for me because I got to just stare at people and watch them do that, work their magic on the other girls and turn themselves into the beautiful creatures that they are. But the big thing was, is they didn't want to catch me on camera. So I had to kind of watch from like different points in the room. Like I couldn't just be like sitting there like watching them like it because they want they wanted to wait. Um, until I came out on stage to kind of show what, um, what my transformation had. Like, they all did our first look, like, turn us around. Um, and I was like, oh, because part of me really wanted uh, Bethany kind of, you know, jazz essence hall kind of makeover. But I had, I, again, was like, no, you've always liked the artsy queens. This is an artsy makeover. You need to get it together. And also my makeup friend had just done some super glamorous work on me. So I was like, you get made over as the glam on every day. Like very rarely do you get to be turned into a Muppet. So this is perfect. Um, And it wasn't until I had like the whole outfit on and um, it was just like, and then seeing her all done, um, which there's one thing that still bothers me that no one else will notice, the back of my neck is not yellow. And I specifically saw her getting ready and was like, no, the back of your neck is in orange. We have to make sure you're completely orange. And then I saw when I turn around and walk away, I'm like, the back of my neck start yellow. And no one else will notice except for me.
0: I was going to say, I definitely did not notice that. Maybe if we sort of like, you know, freeze frame and zoom in on it, maybe we'll notice. But I definitely didn't notice that. But I mean, great that you have such an eye for detail. <laughs> uh,
1: that Crystal and I had that in common. Well, and then I was like worried because I was like, Drag Race fan base is, is detail-oriented. So, like, we would take stuff. We, like, had lunch halfway through the judging. And so we kind of took some of this. Uh, like, I took out a lot of the bracelets off and the gloves. And I was like, I have to put them back in the right order. I don't want any Drag frames clocking me for not putting them back in the right order. Um, but, again, no one noticed but me. But the bracelets were on in the correct order every time.
0: They're, they're definitely I guess you don't even really think about stuff like that. But when you actually are there on TV, those are the kind of things that some people might notice. But
1: there's there's also one time you can see I'm not wearing my shoes. So like when they go across and do the do the um, interviews, once you're done, they're like, okay, you can take because standing I was one of the few girls, Tiffany was the other one, who had a lot of experience walking in heels and I've stood in heels and heels are my friend. Um, cause I used to be a dancer. So dancing on point, my toes don't have a lot of left in them. Um, but, uh, standing for that, the judges panel takes so long that standing there, they do start to be like, Hey, we we're kind of tired. So they, once you were done with your interview, you got to take off your shoes And there's a moment where they pull back from, I think it's Sherry Pye's interview where you can see that I'm not wearing my, not wearing my pink stilettos, which Crystal tried to put me in matte white ones. And I was like, but those ones are, those ones are sparkly. I want the sparkly ones. So she was able to be convinced away very easily, very easily to the, to the pink sparkly shoes. So.
0: Yeah I definitely loved the pink sparkly shoes but well I definitely will have to look out for that little detail of, of not having the shoes on but no again I didn't notice that as the casual viewer but I'm sure some people maybe did <laughs> but who cares we all just enjoyed yeah, you you were just so fun and so sort of like warm and you had such a smile on your face the whole time you could tell you were just like they say like a kid in a candy store like you were just living your fantasy it was amazing.
1: Yeah thank
0: you. And, and what did it feel like being in drag? Like, what did it? Did you feel it changed you, your personality, and everything?
1: Um, the bits, because I've, I've dressed up a lot in costumes before, but just being on the show in drag on the show was just like they picked me. They wanted me here. They like Crystal's trusting me with this look to like help her win. Like that was almost more of the confidence builder and there was one moment where I was like can't mess this up and it was like no no I am here I'm yellow I'm gonna do this um and so being yellow is actually was very helpful because it kind of allowed for just kind of you know anything goes when you're yellow
0: yeah, I guess it kind of gives you... you It made you different. You were the only one that kind of did... You, you two were the only ones that did that kind of really out of left field, completely different, almost like kind of cartoony style. Mm-hmm. And I thought that definitely helped make you stand out. But also, I think Crystal was already a lovable per- character, if you like, from the show. And then you came in and you almost just seemed like a biological sister. You were so similar. And I think that's why people loved you both, because you just both just seemed so genuine and so warm and you have this kind of slightly kooky edge to you. And then obviously dressing as a yellow Muppet Ernie, <laughs> Burn, you know, Burn Ernie, that just helps it. <laughs> oh, that does,
1: oh, that's so, oh, uh, that's, I can't, oh, thank you. That's just
0: the sweetest thing ever. You know what? No, I mean, it was such a lovely moment. I'm sure everyone at home felt the same and that it, the fact that you were in the yellow helped as well to differentiate you and that's probably why you are—you're the Netflix thumbnail. <laughs>
1: I still can't get over that. That's it. I'm, I keep this list of nice things people like when I'm having a really bad day. I have this list on my phone of really nice things people have said, and this is 100% going on that on that list. <laughs> I'll
0: send. I'll send you. I'll put the screenshot up, but I'll send it to you as well.
1: Yes, please. That would be awesome. Thank you. Um,
0: and so. Um, Obviously, you then got the judges' critiques. Did you feel as though? Obviously, you said you were slightly nervous at the beginning that you might they might not like it because it was so out of left field. But then, obviously, you realised that they did like it. When you then go away for the while they're doing the deliberations, did you think that you might be in the top or safe or potentially, I assume, not bottom? But how are you thinking about it? Oh, I was like, we
1: might, I might win. They might win. Crystal might win. Like I, well, and of course, because I've seen the show, I know or knew that, um, the partner, like the queen obviously wins something, but the partner wins something. So I was like, Oh my God. But then, um, based on the critiques, like it was so close between, you know, Jada and Crystal and, um, you know, she who shall not be named and Gigi that I was like, it could be, it could be any one of us, but really Crystal could really win this. Like, this is so cool. Like, Oh my God. And so if you watch me in on top, when they announce that she's safe, I kind of go, and it looks like I'm relieved, but I'm actually disappointed because we didn't, (laughs) we didn't win. And then of course, I'm of course thrilled for Jada and Bethany, but I I was a little jealous. I'm not going to lie just a little bit, but Bethany of course was, I, there are not enough words in the English language or any language to describe how much I love that woman um and how kind and generous and spectacular she is um but she used some of her gifts to get all the or some of her betsy johnson gift cards to get the other super fans gifts so um she's just yeah i i'm in love with her so we joke we joke all the time that i'm the poison ivy to her harley quinn
0: Yes, I think she said she said that in an email to me when I mentioned that I was interviewing you. She said that exact line, so that's really sweet. And she, she's definitely she seems lovely. I, I interviewed her and she's lovely. And she mentioned about using the Betsy Johnson to buy um, everyone else gifts. I mean, that's a lovely gesture. Um, but yeah, I can definitely see why you expected to be in the top i remember when i was watching it i always thought that you were de- like you and crystal were definitely either going to win or might be would be the top two and then when you weren't i i you know i was a bit like eh. it, it kind of it could go either way but i definitely thought that you two both sold it on the runway it was so funny so sweet and it definitely was it showed that you can do campy drag and it can still be elegant and elevated. That was the point. I think was what I took away from it. I don't know if you felt the same way.
1: I just, was, I just was like, I have to remember absolutely every, like, take it all in. Don't forget a single, don't forget a single thing. And we had practiced. Luckily, we had practiced. We came up with the routine almost immediately. Um, and even before I knew what we were going to look like, we were practicing and we had it down, which usually calms my anxieties. It's like, no, we got it. we practiced. Um, I must to my own horn a little bit because she had mentioned or Crystal had mentioned that we were married and I was like, well, don't we need rings? And so she had used from her ball challenge, the, uh, she, you see my orange one, but she had a yellow one, um, on cause they were the opposite colors of, of who we were. And I still have it on my what I call my node shelf um, in my room. And that, cause we like took all the stuff off to get back to the Queens and Crystal had said I could keep it and they tried to take it. And I was like, no, 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 that's fine. Thank you. Like I was about ready to like tackle the the PA being like, no, give me back my ring. This is mine. She said I could have it.
0: That's so sweet. And it's lovely you've kept like a little memento from the show and sort of that memory. Um, and so one of the, obviously, the the really cool things that happened on the season 12 makeover was also you got to lip sync. What was that like? No, like, when did you find out that you were going to lip sync and did you sort of have time to plan it?
1: Uh, we found out day one, um, like, after we had done the, the walkthroughs and they gave us a little, they gave us the lyrics in a little MP3 um, to, like, listen to. Um, and... I was very, I was nervous, but mainly because the big thing we were all nervous about is we didn't know if our lip syncs were going to affect the girls. We didn't know, like, how that played in, and so none of us wanted to mess up the chances for our, for our queens, um, but I went home and that night and took about an hour in the mirror and was like, okay, like, you need to have these words down, girl, like, you're, you're lip syncing in front of RuPaul, like, you, you can there's no watermelon, watermelon. Like you gotta know your words, and um, and so I I came up with like the hair and the most like I wanted you know a little choreograph routine and we practiced you know because I again my makeover was done really fast so I had time to kind of practice in the outfit and make sure all my dance moves went with the with the outfit. So
0: yeah, I de- yeah, you're. I loved that everyone had a chance to shine and because it was you did it in pairs and i think it was obviously you know it didn't it didn't actually make a difference to the ranking it was just for a bit of fun and i thought that was really sweet that everyone seemed to have such fun and you were really truly involved in the show and i loved your lipstick was so funny and you were really selling and i loved the bit where they said i think it was they said hair salon and you sort of like did this with your hair it was so <laughs> funny um and so yeah, obviously people
1: had like know what the hair was going to look like so i had that um Right. I mean, you gotta use
0: everything you have. So, yeah, it was, was definitely to... it definitely worked with your sort of troll doll hair. It was, you've got to <laughs> kind of mention it in the song. It's such a you know that no one else really had that, so you've got to work it. Um. And so, what did you? So, what did you think of the edit of the show, like when you obviously because you film it and then it doesn't come out on TV for quite a long time? What when it then came out eventually? What did you think of the edit? Do you think it was sort of what you expected? Was it a lot different to how it actually happened or
1: um it I was very thankful because there were two times that I kind of rambled, because I ramble when I'm nervous, and they were so kind as to cut both of those rambling moments out. So I was like, whew, cute. Um but the, the thing that I think that was the most shocking to me was just how much wasn't in there. Like I remember all the stuff that that happened, and um, it was lovely getting to hear all the queens, uh, the Talking Heads, like comment on everything. Um, And I, but just so so many conversations that we had again multiple times. um, So many like interactions that we had just weren't, you know, they have a limited amount of amount of time. So I think the most surprising thing was just how much wasn't in there. Um, I mean, nothing salacious or scandalous or anything like that, but just, you know, how much um, they have to take two days of filming and condense it into, you know, 16, 45 to 60 minutes. Um, so it makes sense. It's the same thing like when you read a book, it's like they cut out so much, but it's like you only have two hours. You can't put the whole book on screen. So it made sense, but it was, that's also why... I feel like my memory is blurring with the show because that's obviously, like, I can rewatch it and those memories get, like, reinforced and then the other ones, I'm like, no, hold on, hold on to them, don't slip away.
0: Yeah, I can see, wow. yeah, I can totally see that. It's, it's it's sort of what we see are, like, the official on the show and then your own personal memories. That must be nice to have those memories, but it's kind of difficult to remember everything. Hello, Cat. Glenn Coco. Um, So yeah, speaking of, um, obviously, we talked about, you said there's quite a lot was cut out. The name of my channel is Drag Tea Served. So I was wondering if you could serve us some drag tea and tell us about a moment or something that happened that didn't get shown or maybe happened backstage that didn't get filmed that would be interesting. Uh, Well, one big one, which
1: I hope is not doesn't get me in trouble um is they had done the reading challenge that was supposed to be the mini challenge before the maxi challenge but they all were so terrible at it that they just decided to because we didn't show up until about 10 or so in the morning 10 11 um and so they had plenty of time to do other stuff and they did the reading challenge and apparently everyone was so bad at it they're like So that's why Jada ended up getting to pick everybody, is because they had nixed the mini challenge. Um, And then the other one, which is my favorite memory that I will remember forever and ever and ever, is after filming was done, we were uh, on day one, we were kind of like cleaning up and kind of Jada was still working on Bethany's dress and we were all kind of practicing, but we had an absolute walk off in the workroom. With the queen, all the queens were walking in their heels. All of us were walking. They were playing music. We finally had to steal Jada away from making her dress, and like um, that was my absolute favorite moment of the whole thing was getting to do this walk off with with the queens. And and uh, um, but other than that, everyone was as nice as they seem in in on the show. No one was mean or catty or. Um, it just was an all over lovely, lovely, lovely experience that I, again, still, even when sometimes when I show people my episode, I'm like, is that, oh my God, that's me. What am I doing there? So it's still, it's still surreal. I, I don't think it will ever not be surreal. And the other slightly disappointing thing was our episode aired what should have been the Friday of DragCon. Um, So we were all excited to, you know, go to DragCon knowing we would have this experience and then to have COVID be the worst. Um, So Bethany and I were talking at DragCon about, you know, we got, we got recognized, it's gorgeous. We met the most lovely people, so many hugs, can't wait till next year. But I don't know if I could have handled what it would have been like if we had gone the weaker episode. Aired, that would have that would have I don't
0: know if I could have handled that. So Yeah, de- I think definitely COVID did a number on everyone and it sort of it was definitely you could tell for the Queens because they had to do the finale basically in their living rooms like on Zoom. Yeah. So I mean Ooh. which they still did an amazing job. I still can't oh, of how they managed to do that and how like Crystal out like, did all this. I, I it was just I I can't like mind blowing how she managed to do all of the stuff that she did um yeah so definitely it was lovely to hear that you had a positive experience and i think that's why the episode was so successful and so loved that's why i loved it it's definitely one of my favorites because everyone seemed so joyous and just happy to be there and i think that was what my main takeaway from the episode was and there was no one went home either which was also oh yeah really we were all super nervous we were all like oh um and i'm a little bit disappointed
1: because i i don't know if Nicole told you or Tiffany will tell you, um, they were kept in drag and brought kind of back to do additional filming after the, the double Shantae. And so, um, I, you know, would love to know, you know, what they talked about and, and and all of that, but none of that, that was, that was something that was disappointing. Um, watching untucked was that they didn't use any, use any of that.
0: Um, yeah, I guess and they, I...
1: also Daisy Ridley came and gave us all hugs afterwards. Which, because like as she was leaving, I was like, I don't want to ask for a hug, but I feel like I don't want to be that weird person. And then she came backstage after we were all done and gave us all hugs, which was just lovely.
0: Yeah, and that I mean that must be amazing to meet someone who, like, obviously Star Wars, and all these, like, that's just, like, she's, so, and she seems lovely. I've never met her, obviously, but she seems lovely. And it's that must be so cool to actually meet, like, a real celebrity. And I, I just can't imagine what that must be like.
1: Well, and then I, Bethany kind of jokes about this because I almost passed out because when we were going into a tuft, I had asked the producer because Crystal knew that Raven is one of my absolute favourite queens. And so when we were standing up there when we were filming, she kind of pointed her out because she's, you know, does RuPaul's makeup, and um, when we were walking back to Intact, I had asked one of the producers, I was like, is there any chance we can, like, meet Raven, or she can, like, wave, or say hi, and so right after Daisy had left, Raven came up, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> how am I still standing, this is amazing, and, um, uh, I mean, he was out of drag, so he was the kindest, and he was like, I'm so impressed that you, you know, were up for this, And because uh, apparently um, when they did the makeover, you know, all the way back in season two, they weren't as thrilled with, with uh, doing the makeovers. Or someone, I can't remember um, exactly who, but someone um, of that group was not as thrilled as we all were, so. Um, and I was just like, Daisy Ridley just hugged me, and now I'm talking to Raven like it just was again still
0: like that's okay. so lovely that you got to actually so you got to meet like two people that were well, especially um raven who obviously from the show and you loved and everything but it's so nice that you actually got to meet them and they had a real sort of connection you managed to speak to them and you had this amazing experience you went to be on your favorite tv show and you also got to meet two famous people that you also love that's just an amazing oh, and
1: experience Serge, i'll never forget getting to hug Surge. he gives the best hugs best hugs yeah.
0: um
1: the only kind of disappointing thing is we never really got to meet the uh the other judges um they were kind of behind and rupaul looks that like it's not any filters like she looks that good like I, I was a little disappointed we didn't get to see her walk out in her. I don't know why I thought we would, but uh, her walk out. And then we're on the the stage at the end doing kind of the like dancing. And Ross Matthews waved at me, and I thought that meant we were done. So I like turned right smack into Crystal and realized, oh, we're not leaving. He was just he was just waving at me. Oh,
0: that's so, so sweet. That was
1: another favorite memory.
0: Well, it sounds like you have some amazing memories. And like I'm sure we are all so like jealous that you got to be on, but obviously happy that you had an amazing experience. Um, and I think that's why people obviously really loved you and felt sort of a connection to you watching you. Um, which leads me on to, uh, I would love to go on to some subscriber questions, if I may. Of course. So I had lots of questions for you. Um, one, The first question isn't technically a question. Um, <laughs> It says, no questions, but please tell her that she really encouraged me with her positive attitude. I love the fun she had with the queens, how she just rolled with it. That was amazing. And there were several comments like that, basically saying you were just so lovely and, like, tell her that I love her. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, the first actual question was... um, (laughs) Were you at all skeptical of your makeover look after looking around the room and seeing how Crystal took a complete left turn on the concept compared to the other queens? Did you at first wish that she had gone the direction of beauty rather than camp?
1: Um, definitely, I wasn't I was I wasn't worried looking at the other ones. I thought everyone did spectacular. Um, I was a little worried because obviously like she Who Shall Not Be Named and Janet, you know, like were identical. Um, I was just, I was just, I really wanted the judges to like it. And because I hadn't seen anything up to then, I was just like, God, I don't know who's up there, but please let them like it. please. So I, I don't think I was skeptical and I didn't want her to do anything. That wasn't her. I just was, I just didn't want the judges to not like it because it was so out in left field and now that i watched the saw the season i was like oh i had no reason i had no reason to be worried but i was just really i loved it again it took just a second to get used to seeing myself as yellow but um i loved it and i and all the queens were commenting on how much they loved it and i just was like please don't hate it (laughs) please don't hate it and so when they said they loved it i was like okay we're good we're good everything's
0: good you were you were good and I think definitely like I've said before it was so cool that you that you two did something so different and I'm sure that's why people remember you because they're like oh yeah she's the yellow one like that it was just like no one else was really like that so you definitely came across as not only being sort of like warm and really up for it but also just that it was really quirky and cool but fashionable uh
1: funny story my mom I is also very anxious and so she They love, well, they think I do weird things in general, but love me for it, like um, purple hair and tattoos and things like that, where they would never do it, but they fully obviously support me, and I've had them watch it. They're just not big fans of reality TV in general. They just want to, like, fast forward. Like, I have them watch Project Runway, and they're like, yeah, get to the the fashion. Let's see them all dressed up. Like, we don't really need to watch the show. But my mom was so nervous for me because I had, I had given them some hints of what was on it. And she was like, but I read some reviews before before she actually saw the episode because we're on the West Coast and it had premiered, you know, earlier on, on the East Coast. And she was like, the reviews were all lovely. And one of them called me um, feeling like a demonic Marge troll doll, but as a compliment. It was a compliment, not, not a bad thing. And I was like, I almost want to get that tattooed somewhere. <laughs> that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to
0: me so oh, that was, you, just, yeah you kind of were like a marge simpson troll doll like but in a good way
1: <laughs> oh of course i will always take that as a compliment you
0: know definitely and i said we, i loved the if i thought it was so cool and i thought you two were definitely an amazing pairing um speaking of you know being an amazing pairing one um several people have asked whether you've kept in touch with crystal since the episode
1: I have we chat over uh, Instagram mainly um, and I send her my mom's Christmas cookies every year because you know, like she makes a lot and she's very famous for them. Um, and so we talk over Instagram and um, I try to see anything she does in LA. She actually has just moved to LA. so I'm trying in a very as as minimal of a stalker way as possible <laughs> trying to be like, hey, do you wanna hang out? Um most of most of except for Janet, most of the fans have kept in touch with with their queens. And what was delightful at Dragon is anytime we went to see any of the other queens that weren't ours, um, they were always just like so excited to see us, and we're like, oh, because we're always nervous that we're like bugging them. And so the fact that they were genuinely excited to see us as much as we were genuinely excited to see them. Um, Crystal included, and Heidi and Gigi, we got to meet her whole family, which was hilarious they are just lovely just lovely people
0: oh that's so nice that you've kind of i guess made friends out of the show and obviously you talked about how close you are especially with bethany and the others but like you've also got this kind of community out of it as well and you sort of like and DragCon is like the ultimate gathering of that community
1: oh yes it's glorious i can't wait for i can't wait for next year i finally understand there's this lovely documentary that William Shatner did as a love letter to Star Trek conventions. It's not Trekkies. Um, Cause that almost is like making fun of them a little bit. This one is legit a love letter from William Shatner. And they just talk about how it's like this community and they go every year really to see people they haven't seen in a long time. And I didn't quite understand that until I went to drag con um, a couple weeks ago and was like, Oh yeah, this is going on my calendar every year. So I can come see all these wonderful people that I've met and, know and can't see otherwise because I'm an old lady I love going to bed at nine so the fact that like there are all these drag shows start at like nine or ten I'm like, but I'm so old I'm so late you have to be up then no that's why I prefer drag brunches because then it's like I'm, I can be awake and not up past my past my old lady bedtime
0: that I mean, like I sounds lovely. I've never been to. I'd love to go to DragCon one day, but I can imagine it would be such like a lovely community and sort of feeling. And if you
1: ever make it over here, you have a place to stay.
0: Thank oh, thank you. That's so sweet.
1: You're most welcome. Please come.
0: <laughs> I would love one day, to.
1: Bethany and I were trying to go to DragCon UK one time, so we'll keep you updated.
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, if I'm still here, you know, and I'm in because it's happening next year in January. I'm going to try and go. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it's not, I've always I I love the show, obviously. So it'd be lovely to go. Um, one of the one of the big things, I guess, on the show with Crystal is that RuPaul kept referring to um, the mullet, the El barge mullet. So one of the subscribers said, "Did you understand the debarge reference when it was made?"
1: I'd heard that song, but I didn't know who who sang it. So I I was just as in the dark as, as Crystal was was initially. Um so yes, but now I know. I'm very aware. I did my homework once I got once I got home. So I knew it by day 2, just not just not day 1. So I didn't I didn't
0: know the reference. That's fair. I mean, I I, I knew the song, but I didn't know El- I mean, because I was watching it at home I could just google it, but obviously I guess Crystal didn't have that opportunity so i imagine that crystal just didn't really know what who that was but every single time rupaul mentioned it hey
1: you gotta go with it rupaul definitely gets stuck on his like you know yeah the way he says lawrence cheney and yeah. like uh willow pill like he he definitely has his uh things he, he likes to repeat over again <laughs>
0: Um, one of the other questions was, uh, have you done drag since the show?
1: Uh, so the closest was when, Chris, so Crystal just told me that she had a present for me, um, when I went to Jarcon, and when she gave it to me, it was a dress, which, um, her boyfriend was like, he was about to throw this away, and I stopped him, and I was like, you have to give it to Grace, and I was like, thank you, um and uh he's also lovely um and so when I wore the dress I tried my best to like drag it I'm just not very good because I work with kids so like makeup just I can do like my the look we had to do our hair and makeup for the for the show so that's kind of the like look I can I can do um so but when we were Bethany and I were at um Nikki Dolls uh, booth, and she challenged us that within a year, by the time next drag comes around, we sh- we have to have done something, performancy wise. And I'm just like, but Crystal has to do my makeup. I don't know how to do my makeup. Like, um, because Barney's me kind of like, well, who really wants to see me? Like, no one really wants to see me. Like, I don't want to do it. Well, who wants to see me? um So I take that challenge seriously. I haven't figured out what to, what to do. Um, but when I went to drag and I wore the dress, I wore a blue, I didn't have a turquoise belt, but I had a blue belt and I like put my hair up and painted my, like my eyes really yellow. So that's as close as I've, I've done, but I need, I need to do. It is on my challenge list and I probably won't do it until right before the deadline. Cause I'm a procrastinator, but, um, hopefully, hopefully I'll do something. Might well, what- just be on like an Instagram reel. Cause I'm, uh, it's still a little bit like with RuPaul it's a whole production team they like make you up and they show you where to go like to do it by myself is, is very uh, daunting
0: so, well I'm sure we'd all you. love to see more of you I mean we, you were just so <laughs> lovely on the show and I'm sure anything you want to do we'll all be loving it because you're you know opal <laughs> method and we all loved it <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you um,
1: it's very sweet and very encouraging
0: yeah, well, well, thank you so much. I mean, it was lovely speaking to you, and you were so lovely on the show and everything. And it was just so lovely to get to meet you and see the thumbnail from Netflix in person. <laughs> <laughs> That's still the
1: coolest thing ever. Um, so, after being on the show, coolest thing ever. After being on the show.
0: Thank you so much for being on my channel and then you know taking the time for this interview. I'm sure everyone's loved hearing all your responses for the questions and hearing more about your time. Um, if people want to sort of like follow you and find out a bit more about you, what you know, do you have social media? Where would people find you? Uh,
1: so I'm rarely on Twitter, so I'm glad that I checked it to see to see your message. Uh, so the best place is Instagram. I do have a private account, but that's just because. Um, from some of the modeling I did for my net uh, my makeup friend, who everyone should follow, it's um, NFX Makeup. Um,
0: I started getting a lot of uh,
1: creepy fo- people who were starting to follow me, so I put it on private. And if I see it's not a creepy guy, I obviously like accept accept them. Especially if I can tell that they're a drag fan immediately, I'm like yes. Um, but it's Gracie Lou uh, 1205. So it's G-R-A-C-I-E-L-O-U um, 1205, which was one of the rambling things I did because um, from Miss I got the name Gracie Lou and w- rambled about that. And it was just, RuPaul kind of looked at me like, okay. <laughs> and so I'm very thankful that they <laughs> cut out that ramble because I was like, oh, that's mortifying. So I'm very glad they cut out that ramble, but...
0: Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, I'll, I'll definitely I'll put all your handles and everything on the screen. Um, hopefully, you won't get oh, any yeah. creepy. Creep You'll just get lovely drag fans that want drag. to. Sort of to... <laughs> Grace, thank you so much for being on my channel. It's That's been fun. so lovely to speak to you. So I wish you all the best, and I hope we do get to see you. Whether it's uh, you know at drag or whether it's on a show or an Instagram reel, whatever it is, we want to see even more of your amazing Opal Methodness.
1: Oh, thank you. Also, you're adorable. So if you
0: just want to hang out and chat over <laughs> Zoom, I'm totally fine to do that. Thank yeah. you. That's so sweet of you. Yeah, you, I mean, I definitely you you came across as being that kind of warm, bubbly person on camera, and that's exactly who you are. So it's always nice to sort oh, of thank you meet people that are as genuine as you think they are. <laughs> thank you so much for being on my channel, okay. Grace. And I hope we do get to see more of you at some point in whatever form it is.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank for you, for you so much. Please.
0: Bye. Bye.